to Three Gossip Girls Podcast. What? Who are we? I'm Liz. What? <laughs> I'm Michelle. And we're discussing the season two premiere of Gossip Girl, the reboot. I'm still just going to call it that because it feels weird just calling it Gossip Girl. I know every time I was, uh, when I was trying to look up information for this season, I was like, Gossip Girl 2021. Just 2021. That's all it is, is Gossip Girl 2021. We're discussing season two, episode one, Deb Brawl in a blue dress, and season two, episode two, Guess Who is Coming for Dinner. What are you thinking? What are you feeling about the show. What did you think about the first two episodes? I just want to get this. I want to get it out of the way first. I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's get our thoughts and feelings out. Um, I have to say I was excited. I was excited because I wanted to see where we picked up. I enjoyed the second half of season one. And I really feel they did a really good job. And even our patron, Betty, Angelina, she wrote some beautiful words about the first two episodes. It feels so Gossip Girl. The fact that they reference Blair and Serena. Uh, the fact that I we're exploring the thruple and the relationship there. Uh, the fact Monet is getting her time. And Luna. Love you. Love Luna. Love Luna. <laughs> the best. Love Luna. And like, give me a debutante. Like, are you kidding like, like, yes, of course. Okay. I just yeah, wanted to feel I you like out it. because I don't like anybody, actually. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really rooting for anybody. While I felt like this premiere, these next, these first two episodes were very Gossip Girl, I yeah. felt like the execution was a little weak. In what In way? the Blair, Serena, Monet, Julian. Well, I mean, it, we can't do it exact. No, of course not. But and there are parts of Monet who are very Blair, um, yeah. and then there are parts that are more evil than Blair. Like you know, yeah. t- taking off the Cartier pin like that. Blair would not do that. <laughs> um, so I look forward to discussing the episode with you because I feel like someone needs to explain the whole thing to me because I feel like there was so much dialect that was added that was unnecessary that felt all over the place. Again, I find I find Kate to be awful, Nick to be boring, uh, Obi I don't even give a shite about Obi. Why are we giving him time? <laughs> they should have just wrote him off. Julian, eh. Monet, interesting. Interesting. I'm interested in well, her. Here's, yeah, not to cut you off. I'm not rooting for anyone either. But we weren't literally on Gossip Girl originally either. Like, you know, we weren't root. Like, we wouldn't no. love anyone on the original. No. Just Dorota, Just right? Dorota, um, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, queen. But like with this, it's like I got in bed and put my covers up and I was like, yes, let me watch. Let me just be entertained and escape. And that's what I did. And I'm not taking it seriously, but I appreciate some of the things that they're incorporating. And it's entertaining. It's it's entertaining. So the characters are compelling enough to the point where I'm like, all right, let's see where we're going to go with this. But I'm not like... 
I'm excited to watch, but I'm not like I I live for this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm I'm feeling almost as if I really don't care about what's going to happen to anyone. So if if we were not talking about this, you would not watch exactly. it. Exactly. Which makes me feel bad. Do you want me to do this solo? I will I'll cover Gossip Girl solo. I, well, no, I don't I don't want that. I want you know, I'm a completionist, though, too. Like, I won't just drop it mid-show unless I'm truly like, no, I'd rather watch something else. Like, I'm still chugging yeah. along very slowly on Desperate Housewives, even though it's See, awful. I abandoned <laughs> it. No. Right now. Life is too short to watch shitty television I know, and into. so that's how I'm feeling. I felt like the second episode was like my, I didn't know what was going on. At all times. It was so Gossip Girl, though. It was so Gossip Girl. And I read girl. the transcript for this because, unfortunately for me, who heavily relies on Wiki, it is not live yet on Wiki because it's too new. So I was like, ooh, all right, well, I'm very lost on some things. So I did, I was end, end up finding the transcripts. And the second episode, it's like, you can't, even tell who's talking because it's very like I don't know it's like um the dialect is is just extra it's just everything is extra mm. they can't just say like the dog ran to the park they're like that bitch huffled and puffled until she, like I can't even explain it like I don't even know but that's I what know. they did on Gossip Girl we said that all the time with Chuck like why can't you just A say like sentence. I exited that house I know. you you're know you're so right you're so right it's Gossip you're Girl so right. it's yeah okay yeah. all right I'm good anyway so the season premiere is the Deb role in a blue dress. It's as the crew looks forward to fresh start in the new year. A debutante ball threatens already fragile bonds. And then guess who's coming at dinner? Guess who's coming at dinner? I think it's guess who's coming for dinner. But Zoya spends more time with Shan's family, much to Nick's annoyance, while Mac's parents host an important dinner that descends into chaos. So I kind of just grouped each character from the first and second. I'm not going to go like first episode, second episode. No. Because really it felt just like a continuation of it. Right. You know? And like we're get we're assuming you're listening to this because you watch the episode and you want to hear a perspective yeah. on it. So we can discuss what we enjoyed, what we didn't sound I mean, or what you didn't enjoy most. Maybe we should do that. Have Liz's <laughs> rankings of her least enjoyed That's, moments. But I have there's some things that stand out to me that I actually do want to discuss. Let, and let's so, do it. And I want to get your perspective because Yeah. And I'm not trying to be negative and I'm sorry for those um who thoroughly love this show. It's not that I I don't love it. I just um it's just not what I normally would watch anymore on TV. It's just um like how first season People were comparing it to Succession. I didn't watch Succession. I never will watch Succession. It's not that the that mm. scandal, that type of scandal is goes over my head, confuses me. Anything with yeah. money and politics and whatever, that all of it goes over my head. I think I should have rewatched some of it or read again the summaries because that's why I feel so lost. I'm like, Camille, okay. 
right, Monet's mom, but why does Kate hate her? Oh, right, she worked for her for one second. Yeah. Like, it was just yeah. a lot of see, stuff. I remem- <laughs> yeah, see, I remembered that, and I remembered, like, this, the first episode, the premiere episode, picks up right after New Year's. Right. Like, I remembered all of that. I remember the finale I mean, I liked- episode with, like, all yeah. of them in the cabin. They were coming back. From- yeah. I think that was- we liked that a lot. We liked yeah. that. And Luna dancing with the guy that she I always sees. I loved that whole thing. Every holiday. We, we loved that. Love it, yeah. love it, love it. And then Obi and his girlfriend, which I cannot even believe we brought her back. I, I just, why do we need to, like, make sure Obi has friendship? We don't care. <laughs> we don't care about we Obi. We don't care. He is worse, way worse than Daniel Humphrey. He is a sad sack of boring shit. <laughs> he is a lonely, a lonely ass boy. boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, everybody else stands really well on their own, and then you have Obi, and I think the writers are just like, we're not going to have these two girls fight over him anymore, so it's like, what do we do with him? Right, like, what does he have left? Now he's so just boring. And, like, let's get him out of the way then. Like, he just doesn't want to be at school because people have drama, and he's not about the drama, anymore right. like that was it with him and grace grace is like it. his little mommy that drops him off at school and she's Ugh. like just be friends like have friends i'm like this does not work what is this also where are your friends can't you just go hang out with her friends right. I, something's off with her very off mm-hmm. she seems like something's going on there i agree maybe we'll explore it maybe we won't all right so that's Toby. Let's start with Julian. She is off social media, but not really because she's stalking Obi on social media. And then she's also texting Gossip Girl. Yeah, she's like intel for Gossip Girl because that was the plan, right? Right. Didn't they make like, I'll work with you again type of deal? (laughs) Again, so... It was so long ago, it feels. Like, she wants to be the greater good. She doesn't want to be an influencer. She wants to find her voice, but also can't be threatened by Monet. Or Gossip And girl. also has, or Gossip Girl, so I will give you gossip to Gossip Girl. Right. And it's, they're saying, like, two truths and a lie. She's not even giving the full scoop. She'll give some of it and then just fill it in with something else. And yeah. she's really trying to change who she is. So, like, what do you make of her new persona? Do Is it believable? I don't find it believable because, as we see, she still has that fire in her. Like, she wants, she's, it's like she doesn't want to be a part of it. But, it, and I guess I can relate to this. Like, I don't want to be a part of something, but, like, I can be competitive. So if you're going to try to take something away from me that I am used to being in, I would probably be like, wait, hold up. Like you get caught up in the fight, which Monet calls her out on. Yes. Which we see. So and which Luna's like, I'm not a part of like Luna's kind of neutral, but also like wants to be towards the greater good, a.k.a. Julian. Right. And also Julian's been now in charge of making sure things run a certain way. And so if she steps down, you have this monarch come in, who's Monet, which would be disastrous. So it's, again, it's so ridiculous. So I can understand, <laughs> like, I think my mindset truly, if we were covering this, like, full time, I'd be like, okay, this is, but because once a week, I'm like, I could escape. Sure. Yeah. Give me this BS of gossip world. Sure. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, I think 
my brain kind of just like disconnects while watching and then yeah. when we have to like f- talk about it i'm like wait did i actually grasp what is happening what is the premise in this episode you know yeah you know what the other crazy thing is like currently in my tv watching besides the shows we're podcasting about every show i'm watching is now weekly yeah like new shows new releases which i'm like i'm not used to that i feel like i'm watching tv Mm -hmm. like i used to watch tv where you have to wait for the next week and there's like build up around it every show i'm currently watching is that right so this just adds to it so it kind of fills in some gaps of like all right i only have one episode to watch it's a it's a little commitment i like that too. okay a little commitment i like that and i don't know if you saw this but continuing forward it's going to be one episode a week okay that makes it a little bit easier on us yeah. at least because then I'll really yeah. be able to like absorb just that one episode and make sure I understand exactly what's happening in that one episode. The two at a time were a little, even though I feel like in the first episode, while important things happened, not a lot happened. And then the second one, it was like a dumpster fire of things happening at the same time. Which I kind of liked how like one person would say something, it would go into the next person send it. I liked that. Like yeah. everything was kind of intertwined, but not. I thought it was shot and edited beautifully. Mm-hmm. It was super sleek, very sexy. Yeah. Like I, it was really well done. Uh, but back to the one episode a week, that's what I read on Gossip Girl Wiki. Okay. So if I'm wrong, don't come yeah. at me. That's just we'll what I see. read. We'll see. We'll see. So Julian, she's interested even in going to college. And I keep forgetting they're like, Zoya's a freshman. I'm like, wait, she's still a freshman? Yeah. Like we haven't even returned a year. It's just like they're in the same year. Yeah, it's the second semester. So it's it's so unbelievable to me, but I get it. It's supposed to be the gospel girl world. Everyone's supposed to act older and they do. And, And Z is really rude to Julian. She's like, you're not going to college. Like, who do you think you are? She's like, what does MBA even stand for? I thought that that was really rude. <laughs> um, and clearly she doesn't answer. So maybe she doesn't know. And then we have the debutante, which is a mess. And Mo- Monet persuades Davis to come, but making it seem like Zoya sent the email, which makes it seem like Julian wants to see her father, which clearly she does not yeah this is really messed up yeah i forget i guess they haven't spoken to each other since the scandal yeah and the other thing is if you remember davis showed up to nick to give him money Mm. to Mm -hmm. care for julian and nick took it Mm. and nick is like playing it off as that he got a promotion at work nick is on my last nerve (laughs) nick I am very trying hard to understand his point of view as a father and not connecting, especially in the second episode. Mm-hmm. I am not last last season. We had some ish. With we him did. As well, we so. did have ish. Um, yeah. And so he has both girls. The sisters are now sharing a household together. It's new territory for both of them. They're not used to living with another sister. And so Nick is taking care of Julian because he took Davis's money, but also because the, she's living with him now. And that whole promotion that he got is like lurking over his head and it will continue and I'm sure will blow up very soon. 
And because Nick is focusing so much on Julian, it's kind of forcing Zo- Zoya to like cling to Shan a little bit and their friendship, which I love. They're having a great time Me with too. each other. This is my favorite ship of the of the show so far. I agree. And I agree. Shan is awesome. She is fun loving. She's a free spirit. She wants Zoya to do what Zoya wants to do and what's right and what's like what's they're following their moral compass of what is true to them. And then we find out Shan is rich, like rich, which is awesome. It's, she's like the, she is who Obi wishes he was, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and not, not only is she rich, but she has an amazing family. The best. is like, they're there, hang out and they communicate and they eat meals together. And so Zoya obviously is drawn mm-hmm. to that. Yep, and they listen to their kid. Yes, I love I love this side for Shan, and and I read that she is now a series regular. Awesome, that's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. she is so far my favorite addition to the show, and her and Z together, my hands down my favorite part of the whole show so far, at least this season. I'm, I'm I'm really enjoying that friendship. Yeah. So because Julian is doing cotillion, she needs an escort and she also needs a parent or a father figure there. So unfortunately, Nick takes the place for Davis and therefore cancels plans with Z. And so Zoya and Shan end up going to cotillion and they cause a ruckus because one of the girls can't have her girlfriend escort her because it's against the uh, traditions. Mm-hmm. And so Zoya and Chan were like, that's not going to happen. Let's invite her. And the whole thing blows up, which we'll get to with the Monet stuff. That's a whole separate entity. So Zoya and Chan have been hanging out so much so that she's even having breakfast at Chan's and then coming, sneaking home in the morning to then pretend to have breakfast with her father. It's just so bizarre to me. Yeah, I thought that was weird. So she's spending, is she spending the night right. there? Like she's sleeping over. Right. Uh, like, uh, is this a problem? I guess it's a problem because she's lying. But if she said to her dad, like, hey, I'm hanging out at Shan's. Right. And like her family's super great and supportive. Like this is the type of household you'd want me to be at. But because they have money, right? Nick is like, no, why couldn't I, they have introduced him prior to even Z knowing that Chan and Chan's family has money? Like, I know. hey, my kid's I sleeping know. over. Do you think I should meet the parents? Let's like Zoya didn't want him a part of any of that. So while I don't fault him, Nick, for reacting the way he does when he shows up at the dinner, it is so rude and so uncomfortable. And Z is like, what is wrong with you? Why would you come here and disrespect these people? They're trying to make you feel included. And I do understand his point. Like, well, they didn't have to bust out the, you know, paper plates for me. They're they're belittling me. They're looking down upon me. I understand what he's saying, but he didn't even try to play it off at all. Like he even liked these people. And Shan's dad was so like, what is wrong with you, dude? Like, I'm trying to open my home to you. And this is how you treat me like father to father. It's so rude. The nicest family. The nicest. Like, wouldn't you want your daughter 
hanging out with this type of family, this dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not about it at all. Once he hears they have money, he completely disregards any factors that they are good people. And I love there was a part in Vulture. I read an article today that states Nick to a T, and I think it's perfect. It says Nick hates the 1% in a self-righteous, eye-rolling way, not in a bohemian, Bernie, Rufus Humphrey way. I'm like, yes, exactly, exactly. Like, Nick is not really fun to watch currently. He really wasn't fun to watch last season either, and it's no fault of the actor, Jonathan Fernandez. We love you. It's not that. I just, it's, Nick is just a snooze. He's not interesting enough. They're not giving him enough to be, and and just the way that he falls in this episode is just ugly. It's just like, ugh. It's, it's bad. not good. It's bad. Mm-mm. Yeah. Do better. Do better, Nick. Let's do better. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the thruple. Let's talk about it. Yeah. This is a whole what thing. You, what, a whole freaking thing. It's a whole thing. Um, What do you feel? I felt the whole storyline was super repetitive. It is repetitive. Yeah. Because we're trying to work out the kinks of this. And- I get it. I just feel like... It's constantly Max is ready, Max is ready, Max is ready. And since even last season, the double A, they can't get it together. And like, this is a new thing for them. They're still exploring their sexuality and being together, but also in a cup, in a relationship with someone else. Like they, it's brand new to them. And I'm pretty sure it's obviously brand new to Max too. Like he's never been in a real true serious relationship and now this is a serious relationship with two other people not just one so there's a lot of navigation happening i just wish we would explore it where like it wasn't max having to pretend that he's hooking up with people and then i don't know just it just felt very repetitive to me even though i am excited for the storyline like i like it as a storyline i just felt it was repetitive in the delivery of it it's like since last season i agree we've been no we did I, this already. I yeah i agree i totally agree it's just showing that this type of exploration can probably isn't simple definitely and not. we're and we're seeing that it's just as a viewer like you appreciate it from a storytelling aspect of maybe trying to be real of exploring your sexuality. But as a viewer, you're like, oh man, like we kind of did this already. Right. So as a viewer, I'm let down by it, but it makes it feel more real, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's appreciated. And I like that we're even going there with topics like this. Like they are, you know, not shy to anything. And I laughed a lot actually when that whole scene with max and the pretend threesome and they're all running down their underwear i mean i was cackling out loud i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god just so funny so so funny yeah i loved that whole thing um but apparently they're gonna audrey and aki are like we're good let's make it gossip girl official we're gonna do it it. so we'll see cheers to them so hope we'll see how this goes yeah i continue to love max and luna same their friendship is another favorite ship that we get these little moments of it it's so good because luna is the voice of reason she knows exactly what's going on 
and Max can be so real with her. I love it. Me too. I loved these, it since last season. This yeah, it continues to be a favorite of mine. So I look for if like if there was more of of them and more of Shan and Zoe, I'd be like, I'm good. We're good. <laughs> but it's just the other fillers that um, don't excite me as much. But let's t- quickly talk about Gideon and Roy, which yeah. what a nightmare mm-hmm. that whole situation was. So Roy wants to impress Iris um, so he can renovate the Gramercy Park. But mm-hmm. she's very slanted in her views of the world. And being gay was probably enough for her that all she could handle was, uh, or she, I guess she didn't realize that she would have to see Gideon as Gideon, who we all know and love. But Gideon does appease Roy and hides himself in a horrible wig. Oh, I know. Horrible, horrible wig. I laughed. I laughed so hard. I was like, what is happening with this wig? Poor Gideon. It's awful. But but to do this, right? To do this for your ex-husband? Your ex... I mean, I I don't... Are they officially divorced? I I believe they are. I think... Separated. separated, Definitely for sure separated. But I don't know about divorced. My heart for Gideon. Yeah. It was... I I love Gideon. I love Gideon, too. Gideon is way better than Roy. I mean, Roy is like a stick in the mud. But... There's obviously some feelings still there and Gideon and Roy do share that moment in the kitchen after Roy realizes like I fucked up here. This is my family. Take it or leave it. You know, leave my house. It was a really funny. That was very quintessential gossip girl. Like everyone comes in randomly. And so everyone sits down at the table and gets to know each other and. It just that that whole scene was funny, and there is no way that you're telling me Max wouldn't have heard any of those people come into his home, <laughs> regardless of like that he he sleeps on the fourth floor. But still, mm-hmm. you would know like the door is opening. You know your dad's voices. Like it was bizarre, but especially if you're listening so intently for Audrey to right. come and catch them, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I felt the same way. It was uh, it was very funny, nonetheless. But we'll see. Maybe something will Gideon and Roy rekindle their romance. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't a one-time thing. Poor Max. Yeah. Poor Max. He just got over his parents getting divorced. I know. <laughs> and now they're like potentially going to get back together. But I, I don't know. Gideon is so much better than Roy. I feel like Roy, get the fuck out, dude. I know you're Max's dad, but still, like Gideon is so much better than you. <laughs> Love Gideon. Love Gideon so much. So much. All right, let's talk about the queen, Monet, or so <laughs> self-titled queen, right? Like, has she taken over? I guess so, because her family has donated a coffee cart and all of these goodies to the student body, and now people are following her, I guess? Fearing her? It's Fearing. more fear. Mm-hmm. Fear-based. Especially her Blair Serena minion-esque girls, don't really know yeah, their names. They transferred. Don't care about their Bianca. names. Oh, <laughs> there's one's named Bianca. I don't know the other one, but yeah, they're they are transferred. Her minions transferred. Yes, but what I'm so confused about is yeah, is this getting Julian to step up her queen bee game, and that's what Monet made it seem like was her premise all along. So that she could have someone to compete with. 
So right. it's not in Mon- it's not in Julian's best interest that Monet is doing this, obviously. No. But the way she presented it in one of the episodes, I don't know if it was in the first or the second, but said to her like you know, yay, finally, you're fighting back with me. Like, I see the old Julian in there. I'm like, wait, so are we doing this for Julian? But no, I think we're doing this for Monet, which I'm so happy to see Monet be a main player because the first season, especially the first few episodes, she barely was in them. And now it's great to see her really step up to the plate and be the all-fearing Blair Waldorf that we know she can be, if not worse than Blair. And, yeah, and then some. Like, right. Dial it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 In a in a cartoony way, almost. It's like, whoa, we're yeah. really going full throttle extreme here. And so then this whole debutante blows up in Monet's face because Monet was the one who tried to get Davis there to hurt Julian when in reality Zoya and Shan's plan hurt Monet because Monet wanted to be the one who was like, no, I'm anti all of this and I'm coming out with my girlfriend. And then of course that already happens and the scene is already made. And so Monet just completely gets overlooked. And then we have my favorite scene. I know it was hard to watch, but watching Camille and Monet together and her fighting words like you are a disappointment, a disgrace, all the things I've been trying to do to mask the world from basically who you are as a person, as my daughter. Like she has no respect for her daughter or any wishes her daughter has. And she admits to paying the dean. Yeah. And paying of course, off. Kate yeah. and her new buddy, Mike. Is there He's, to listen? Mike, Mike is better than Getty. I guess. Yeah. Eh. Uh, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. I don't mind watching Mike. Curious to see where this will go. Yeti, I still mm-hmm. can't stand, but I've also gotten used to him. Yeah, same. And the other one. Don't. I still don't remember her name. What? Yeah, quirky. The quirky. quirky the quirky teacher. lady. Yeah. So yeah. there's a new teacher alert. It's Mike Shubin. Mike Shubin. Mm-hmm. And him and Kate want revenge on Camille. And so Mike sneaks into Camille's room. And this is when he is trying to find incriminating evidence, I guess. But he hears the entire uh, conversation between Monet and Camille. And then him and Kate have this, like, understanding. Like, we won't talk about why we're in the closet together. But then they team up. And they are trying to get the dean to reveal what happened. And so she's relieved to hear that someone knows about her, these scandals because she's so over it and she's so exhausted keeping the secrets. And then she gets fired over it, the dean. But yeah. the worst part about it is Kate. I am so beyond over Kate. Yeah, more so than anyone else on the show, I think. I'm like, wow, this person is so unlikable to me at all. I cannot stand any of the plots that they give her. Like her, let me go warm up to Nick again and let me go warm up to Mike. I'm just like, ugh, it's so boring. You're boring. I cannot stand her. And even though she's Gossip Girl, it is boring as shit to me. It is boring. I'd rather Yeti be Gossip Girl. It's true. 
I feel the same way. Kate does nothing for me. She's like she's not likable at all. She's just so bland, and it, it's nothing against Tavi. No, it's nothing against these actors. No. It's like what? And I think I think if if this is the goal, we're not supposed to like her. And so then they're doing a good right. job. And it's not even that I dislike her. I am just so sick and tired of her. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, feel like hatred. Yeah, like, we could do without it. I could just do, we I could, could totally do delete it. her as a character and Yeti could step yeah. in. Or even the curly hair lady, she would be better at Gossip Girl than Kate. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And the mm-hmm. whole the whole point of it now. Like, what are, what's, we're still trying to keep them in line. Or now we're trying to take them down. I, like, it's, just, it's so uh, convoluted that I am so confused as to what their end goal is. With being yeah, gossip they girl. Know. And they guess they don't know. She just seems so pathetic. You are a 30-something-year-old yeah. woman, maybe not even, dealing with 17-year-olds stooping down to their level, and they're playing you like a fucking fiddle. And you are just taking it. <laughs> Especially in the scene where Julian's like, hey, you're my college counselor. We have this scene in the hallway, and they're both texting, right, each other. So funny. But also, I'm like, wait, what? Do you guys not realize what's happening here? <laughs> well, that, but I was just like, that scene annoyed me so much because you're a fucking professional and you have your phone out and it just shows how addicted you are and what matters. You're trying to take this down, but then you want the kids to have a good education, but you really don't. Right, the whole because- part of it was like the greater good of the students. I'm sick of all these kids running the school. They need to learn their lessons. Yeah. And like, she is just as bad, if not worse than all of them. And you're so right. And I guess that's the whole point is to show us that like her focus is gossip girl, like being number one, the spectator, which I loved how much we talked about the oh spectator. My God. Yes. We have to mention that the spectator, the, and it took me like a second and I was like, huh, oh, what are they talking? I was like, oh, I was like, wait, the no, spectator. the spectator is a thing. <laughs> the spectator. That's so great. Yes. It was, that was, yeah. that was, that was fantastic. Listen, yeah. there's things coming. Georgina's coming. She's coming. Georgina is no, coming. and that's why I will continue watching because of my OGs. If I get a, a glimpse of hope that someone will make an appearance or someone's kid or a you know mother or father, whoever, oh I will yeah. definitely watch because of that. It's just like I I wish that they like dialed in on like certain things and didn't go crazy on the other things. Like I again the whole gossip girl concept now is kind of dead and like they're all talking about how it's dead so let's just end it let's just end that and you know if you want to somehow later on give it to one of the kids so it's like more realistic i don't know it just seems so just so stupid and desperate that kate is still doing this and like if we just kind of honed in on like the core kids What's going on with them? I hey, I take the Monet Julian fighting Blair Serena dynamic. I'll take it, but it's like the adults that like, eh, you don't you don't really need to be there. What do you think with Monet saying every Blair needs their Serena or my Blair needs a Serena and you're the Serena? Like Julian, yeah, you're lost. You don't know your direction. <laughs> you're a little naive. You're very sweet. Yep super fashionable and you have a lot of charm right yeah it's a good um a good shift a serena she's definitely serena and you know you guys know how we <laughs> felt about serena so let's hope julian is not following in svd's footsteps bless yeah. her heart 
yeah. But yeah. But I look while it's it's um harsh to watch Monet be so mean, I like seeing this different well, she's always yeah. been mean, but like this is like a different level. And I like obviously we love Luna where Luna's like the the zen, the balance of it all. You're like, wait, how do these two who were best friends which was so funny that Gossip Girl shipped them and they didn't call them Mona. And they were like, wait, our ship name would definitely be, be Mona. I loved that. I was like, oh, so great. So good. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. But anyway, um, do you have an MVP of the two episodes? MVP of the two episodes, I would say Luna. Agreed. That yeah. was my choice. Luna... Yeah, just, I enjoy her wisdom, as we have said. I think performance-wise, Monet did a great job. And Monet's mother, the actress, which I don't know her name, Camille, wow. Wow, she is scary. Powerful. Yeah, did a great job. Yeah, I actually, I chose her from my shittiest, but I'm like, honestly, they're all equally shitty. <laughs> In my eyes, they all have something going for them. They're all sneaking around, hiding things. I guess Kate, maybe Kate would be my overall shittiest because at this point, like I said, it's just pathetic. So pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. I I was going between Kate and Nick. And Nick. Yeah. But then again, I sympathize with Nick a little bit more. I know. A little bit. It's a hair yeah. more. But yeah, that Kate. Mm. Maybe Maybe next week I'll feel a little bit different i'm just over her i don't know trying i don't know what i'd like to see from her honestly i'd like her to just take a notch, just take it down a notch <laughs> just chill out go to the spa she's like too high strung all the time yeah i know she's too involved she's invested this is her monster she created so she's got to incubate it and nurture it yeah you see um a love story going between her and mike oh for sure. Yeah, I just don't really care. Wait, Mike? Is his name Mike? Is his name Mike? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Mike. Yeah, Mike Schubin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I yeah, do. Same. But eh. yeah. Whatever. I do have a, a very special Will's treat tonight. Oh, you yes, do? Yes, I do. Will. A true treat from Will. New Gossip Girl characters as World Cup soccer teams. Let's go Japan, he said, because Will is currently in Japan living. So we have Julian. Argentina. They are the most popular and receive the most attention, but seem a little hollow once you get past their public face. Messy for Argentina. Instagram for Julian. Okay, like it. Zoya. Japan. Sneaking around, hanging around. Young and skilled. Still in play. Kate. Poland. Both are supported mainly by one dynamic element. Gossip Girl for Kate and Lewandowski for Poland. Sorry, I don't Ooh. watch soccer, so I will be butchering all of these players' names. Obi, Germany. Both are German and disappointing lately. Max, Brazil. Lovable, dramatic, and getting more than they bargained from the beginning. Aud Audrey, France. They current Their current squad are filled with young and fit people. Aki, Switzerland. They seem to play second fiddle to everyone in their group, yet integral for understanding the full picture. 
Luna, Spain. They know their craft more than anyone. Very patient, but lack at lack a punch at times. Monet, United States. Young upstarts who always hang around but never make the big show. They both are giving a great effort, though. Nick, Portugal. Always talented. Always seem to fall short of their ultimate goal. Wendy, that's her name. Wendy. Wendy. Australia, just happy to be there. And Jordan, South Korea, also just happy to be there, but more talented than Wendy, Australia. Honestly. Wow, that was great. I, we were going to snap. Honestly, I felt Wendy is better than Jordan, but I think she's more comical than Jordan. Oh, I agree. But I don't know in the education sphere, perhaps Jordan's a better educator, yeah, but I enjoy Wendy more. Will, that was fantastic. I also don't partake in soccer, but I love the descriptions and who you match and it made perfect sense. That was really good. It was great. And very fitting yeah. for what's going on now. So Will is like, whenever, if you want me to send a treat, I will. I'm like, we're always down for a treat, Will. Always, Will. We want any audience participation. Exactly. We'll never discriminate against audience participation. Never. Well, that is it this week. Going forward, next week's episode will actually be a Patreon exclusive. So if you're interested in hearing more of this podcast, you'll head over to patreon.com slash Podcast Network. And that way you can check out this podcast each week. And hopefully give us your feelings and thoughts. I'm dying to know what you guys are thinking about the show because obviously we have very different opinions. While equally the love for Gossip Girl is there, it's just, um, you know, it's fun to banter and have different sides and you can see what the other is feeling. And I'm interested to see what everyone that's listening is feeling and if uh, you agree with some of the things that we said so we'll be back next week over on Patreon and we will see you there. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to three gossip girls podcast. You can email us at three gossip girls pod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow the show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at total Betty podcast network. This has been a total Betty podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. Mm-hmm.